Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view, and hopefully I can make it through it without looking at Discord and having it make me laugh. Uh, if you want to join in on our conversation, you can uh, join us on Discord by signing up on our Patreon page. Uh, that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you can post something to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. This week, I've got a bunch of uh, politics stuff and, uh, yeah, an article on the monkeypox. Mm. Anybody get it yet? No. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Uh, but first, we started out talking, before we started recording, about Thor Love and Thunder, and I thought it was interesting. I mean, we, like most of us, I would say, are decently big Marvel fans. Karen, maybe maybe not a big, big fan, but enjoys the movies, I think. Yeah. It's, I'm a fan, just not a big fan. But the first thing I wanted to talk about was Thor Love and Thunder, because Wall Street Journal... Put out an article calling Thor Love and Thunder Marvel's Atheist Movie. Hmm. Now, if you don't know the story behind, this is spoiler free, at least right now. The story behind it is the, the, the main antagonist in the movie is named Gore the God Butcher, who is, uh, he, he is betrayed by his deity and he gets a magical sword, which gives him the ability to slay gods. Now, gods in the Marvel realm is pretty much any, any god that has been worshipped in the past, like Thor. Like, well, they're, I think I think in Marvel Universe they're more long lived beings that can die, but yes. they're they're long lived. Yes, and that qualifies them as being a god. And Gore basically goes around and goes, "You're not worth being worshipped," and kills everyone. So the Wall Street Journal article also focuses on the fact that uh, Taika Waititi. I'm gonna. I knew I was gonna mispronounce his name. Taika Waititi. That's mm-hmm. right. Is an atheist. And did a Marvel movie about somebody killing gods. So that's what makes it Marvel's atheist movie. Oh, so I know wow. this is spoiler that is free. That sauce. That yeah. does seem like a stretch. And and I want to try to keep this as spoiler free as possible. But without ruining something that I feel like I already know, does Gore prevail in this movie? <laughs> a couple times. Well, like totally? Like he kills all the gods? No, he just kills some gods. Yeah, I, I guess it's not an atheist movie now, is it? <laughs> well, here's the other thing, too. The gore storyline was written by somebody else in the comics. It's not like Taika Waititi. Oh, invented this... gore? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. didn't invent gore. No, but I would say he's been a somewhat long-standing character. Yeah, yeah. Been around for a while. This is not This is not a creation of Mr. Waititi. This is, uh... But he is, he does say that he is atheist, but... I mean, you know, that there's that scale of atheists. He's definitely no more than a six on the uh, atheist scale. Seven seven being, I know there's no deity, and six being, eh, I'm not really sure. Because he, he did say that, well, you know, I have to question myself now and then as to whether I still think that this is the correct path, etc. So one of the things, apparently there was a discussion when they were making this movie about whether or not they were going to put Jesus in the movie, as one of the gods. Wow, I made that joke. I didn't know that was actually a thing. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was. But he's uh, not in the Marvel Universe, because that, that would be stupid. 
That is true. There is no Jesus equivalent character in the Marvel Universe. Correct. But, I mean, it was pointed out in this article, and I apparently miss it, when uh, Tessa Thompson's character, Valkyrie, pointed, they were pointing out gods. They were in a big hall with a bunch of gods, and they were pointing out gods, and at one point she points out, and they don't show anybody, but she mentions the god of carpentry. Uh I did wonder if that was Jesus (laughs) that she was referring to. Which, apparently, that's as close as we're going to get to Jesus in a Marvel movie. Wow. I mean, just because he's an atheist doesn't make it an atheist movie. That's just silly. Come on. Yeah. A movie directed by an atheist? There is also a lot of talk in the movie about gods, how they don't do anything when you pray to them. Like, there is some atheist undertones in the movie. Well, I mean, plus the fact that they're talking about not Jesus gods. I mean, they're not talking about Yahweh or God with the capital G, if you like. It's about gods. And they're yeah, gods it's like that... Groundhog Day. It's, it's God with a little G. Yeah, exactly. It's a God, not the God. Right. And again, we've also established <laughs> they're not really gods. Right. Right. They're just, what, immortals, I guess? I you wouldn't even say they're immortals. Right. Yeah, you can kill But they also die. Like, Odin died. They they have a, an sure. end point. It's stated in one of the movies. Well, yeah. it's one of the, you can kill them, but they won't die on their own. I, I oh, mean, no, but, no, no, no. They will, no, they will die on their own eventually. Yeah, yeah Odin okay. does. Odin's oh, I suppose that's killed. true. Hmm. Anyway. anyway. Just really yeah, old. I, I would, I would, my only other follow-up would be, like, is, is Jesus a god? I thought he was the son of God and a prophet. I didn't know that after Je- he was no, crucified, I, he got to be God? Is well, I that thought Jesus Christianity was, Je- works? Jesus was always God. I right. thought he was the son of God. He's the son of God and he's God. Is he's the son of himself? Yes. This is the, whole, the Holy Trinity. This is the... I knew this and I knew this and Ian didn't. Well, it 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 depends on the denomination too. Mm. Like there are the most most Christians at this point believe that the God is a divinity three in one divinity. That God, oh. Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are one being. Which I think D and D went on to to have. You know, when you become a God, you have your uh, your, your real true form. You have your avatar, which would be the Jesus equivalent, and then you have your like spiritual form as the Holy Ghost. Ah. But in any case, <laughs> uh, as an atheist, I did not have atheist like I barely recognized that there were some some of these underlying tones in the movie when I watched the movie. Oh, so no. I think I think calling this Marvel's atheist movie, well, maybe it's the most atheist yeah. Yeah, of very, the very Marvel movies, yes. but I'm all for know. equal representation. <laughs> that's about all I got. I mean, that's uh, that's really stretching it. <laughs> it really is. But apparently this has caught on a little bit and some far right people are, you know, boycotting it. Who cares? I think they got a little well, power, so. Yeah. And also, uh, Dr. Seuss hasn't put out a book lately, so. <laughs> right. right. As long as they go buy the tickets first and then make a TikTok of them burning the tickets, that'll really get them. <laughs> Give Marvel all your money first, then boycott. Yeah. Uh, to answer Dustin... It. Oh, go ahead, Karen. I was just saying, buy it to burn it. Yep, they don't care. <laughs> um, to answer Dustin, the uh, three-in-one divinity, that, that's still monotheistic because it's three-in-one. So now that is also avoiding the other deities that are mentioned in the Bible, such as Astaroth and Baal. Uh, I can't remember. There's a couple others that are actually mentioned in the Bible, but... That doesn't make it a monotheistic religion or a polytheistic religion. It is still monotheistic because you only worship one God, I guess. Mm. Even though 
That's that's kind of I mean you could say that in all the different cultures Egyptian Greece they had they were polytheistic but for the most part there would be like one a shrine to one of the deities in in a household but you but you just got to pick one instead of having one thrust upon you. Hey, side note: There's a kid running around my town named Three and One. <laughs> oh, what? Like all is spelled it? out with dashes? How, how does that work? <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's. I've never seen it written out, but is and he's got a really wacky last name too. But his name is Three and One. Actually, he's probably not even a kid anymore. He's probably an adult now. <laughs> and a guy I knew hit him with his car. Oh, hit Three and One. <laughs> oh no, is Three and One okay? <laughs> who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want some rando who got had those parents dumped shit name on him to get run over for no reason. Yes, he lived. Oh, good. Hooray! <laughs> Unless three and one's a bad person. I don't know. That's why I asked why you cared. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. then, then I, w- I would I would treat him with the same amount of empathy I would give to any random stranger. Okay. Well, if he died, I would have said, I would have added that to the story, but no. Okay. He, he lived. And uh, I do I do remember hearing, the, like, uh, someone mentioning the name, and I'm like, three and one? And then they're like, yeah, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> no pressure, they're like, though. They're like, like yeah. kid growing up. Yeah. Wow. I hope he's a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope he's making his parents sad. I hope he's a very happy married homosexual in New York City. <laughs> okay, I, I guess I can handle it. That, that'll work. Yep. All right. Uh, the next thing that I've got, January 6th committee. Mm-hmm. I want to bring it up again. Apparently this Thursday, prime time again, January 6th committee is going to have a hearing. Uh, Kinzinger says that it's not winding down. The new thing on Thursday will open eyes on Trump's inaction. I mean, I that guess maybe like it's some. Winding down. Yeah, mm. it kind of does. <laughs> but they're going to be focusing, I, I understand, on Trump's actual, what Trump is doing, how he's more responsible than you may think. Probably not more than a lot of people who listen to this show may think, but interested in seeing what facts they put forward. Hmm. I'm with you. I'm I'm always curious to see a summary or headlines and highlights of, of what occurred. And I do understand the value of, you know, recording this and documenting this and confirming, you know, under oath that, yes... Donald Trump absolutely orchestrated this. Yes, he ordered people to do all these things. Yes, he knew 100% of the time that everything he was saying was 100% false. I guess... It's, my, also, it's also having an effect, though. Is it? it yes, it absolutely is. These, these hearings are, uh, you know, despite the hardcore died-in-the-world fucking MAGA people... Yeah. Like, a lot of them are like, huh... And actually, in a lot of polls, they're like, look, yes, if Donald Trump runs, I'll vote for him, but I don't want him to run. <laughs> hmm. And on some polls have him and DeSantis in a fucking dead heat. Yeah, I've seen that recently. So there, so there, there is something happening here. You know, it's not major and it's obviously not going to get to the ones who don't right, watch. Right, I, I was going to say, I yeah. feel like a lot of people either – you know, live through this and witness it with their own eyes and know exactly what happened. Or they're like, oh, yeah, this is just a show trial put on by the CIA and Antifa that's fake <laughs> and blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, you're going to move no one with this. But I, I also do understand that that all these people reporting what happened under oath, confirming that, you know, it just makes it makes a little extra work for the GOP spin machine. Largely, but, they don't seem to be saying anything about it. Yeah. 
Yes. Only, I feel only like Trump, they, they Trump, definitely Trump. may have misplayed their hand when it came to the January 6th trials. Sure. Yeah, the, the only one c- c- bitching and moaning about it is Donald Trump saying that he's not getting equal time on there. And they're like, you're more than welcome to come here and talk if you want. Right. But it's, it's <laughs> he bitches and moans about not getting equal time. But at the bottom, there's a donation button. That's the only reason he's saying anything. It's all about the yeah. donation button. And also his equal time is uh, give me an opportunity to spread my lies, please. Right. And I don't think he's capable of, of, of parsing the truth at this point, much less you know replaying it. So having him on would be pointless. But sure, put him under oath. Oh, come on. You wouldn't love to see Liz Cheney fucking question him? Oh, absolutely. I'm watching <laughs> with a bowl of popcorn, but... <laughs> but I he, wonder he, if... Uh, he, he doesn't know the truth anymore. Hmm. I don't believe that. Hmm? <laughs> you think it's all just a play for the cash? Uh, I, I think it's play for the cash and ego. He doesn't like to lose, so he's mm. just like, I'm just going to say I didn't lose. Therefore, I never lost, as far as the people who, who listen to me care. Hmm. He can, he can walk into any fucking MAGA house and be like, I didn't lose. And they'll go, yeah, you didn't lose. <laughs> He's really not going to like this next story. Uh-oh. He Which lost. It's <laughs> related. Yeah, his fundraising is uh, has slowed for the first time since he has been out of office. Uh, this, this year, he has raised $9 million less than DeSantis. Wow. DeSantis has actually raised $45 million in campaign funds this year, and uh, Trump in the same time period is at uh, $36 million. So, And this is with, I had to make a note of this, that uh, this is with the grifting of Ivana's death. So Ivana oh, right. died, and Trump sent out a message saying, oh, my ex-wife is, you know, I'm, I'm mourning for her if you would like to donate money. Good Lord. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Using using your ex wife's death to to grift to make yeah. more money. I mean, not shocking. But no. uh, I also I heard something about, and I didn't know this at the time because someone kept suggesting to me that like, you know, maybe Trump killed her. You know, and I was like, why? I'm like, she recanted any bullshit she said about him when you know. Remember, she claimed he raped her, right? For her commenting on his bad hair weave. Just like to reiterate that story. Yeah. And then she recanted it. I'm like, why kill her now? But I didn't. But then I read somewhere that he had a court date like the next day and they were able to not go to it. Him and the kids. Yeah, they were supposed to be um, testifying in the New York case or not testifying, yeah. but, you know. Um, OK, so that's true. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. fucking absolutely killed her. <sighs> I mean, all it did was delay it. They still have to they still have to de- be deposed. Yeah, who knows what they, they can, what they needed the time for. Yeah, but if you can delay it long enough. For him to announce his candidacy again, then he's in the clear. Mm. Kids aren't, but... Oh, he doesn't care about them. He That's just true. needs to last long yes. enough till he can get on the 2024 ballot. Yep. Don Jr. went in there and pushed his own mother down the stairs. Allegedly. <laughs> just want to say allegedly. <laughs> people are saying. People are mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. I wasn't there, but people are saying. I'm, I'm not going to say internet. that he... I'm not going <laughs> to say that he pushed her down the stairs, but... But you hear it from one person, you can let it go. You hear it from two people, you let it go. But if you hear it over and over again, I'm just saying. that That's what people are saying. <laughs> Some people might say Don Jr. pushed his mother down the stairs. I will not be one of those people. <laughs> How long can we keep this going, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should let it go, but I loved it. <laughs> I've got more politics later on. 
But uh, yeah, let's shift over to a different topic. Uh, climate change. If, Everybody enjoying uh, their heat wave? Yeah. The, well, actually, I mean, here it's not that bad, but I mean, it's it's warm. But uh, Britain, highest temperatures on record, more than 40 degrees Celsius or 105 degrees Fahrenheit in London. Right. <laughs> that is that is way too high. I mean, for the most part, people don't have air conditioners in London. Right. Like, it's, it never gets that hot. It never gets anywhere near that hot. Uh, France, Greece, Spain, and other parts of Europe. Uh, heat wave has sparked dozens of wildfires. Uh, in the U.S., central plains uh, reaching degree, uh, temperatures up to 110 degrees this week. Uh, Tulsa have, has already experienced more days above 100 degrees this summer than historically over an entire year. At the same time... The U.S. government is choosing to not address the problem again. Biden's package of policies to reduce climate warning pollution collapsed after Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia withdrew his support. Yeah, let's not say that the government's not doing anything. They tried to do something. And- right. And Manchin, who has ties to coal, his money comes from ties, coal. Ties to coal. He, he drove fucking- to work in his coal Bugatti and then went home and partied on his coal yacht. Yeah, also, he was <laughs> he's the fucking Elon Musk of coal. Yeah. He was born into a coal family. So he's not hurting his own pocketbook. Uh, sort of. I can't believe it got this far to be that honest. Mm. Didn't his daughter, didn't she invent pharmaceuticals so that she could gouge people? And that he supports her and now they want to cap prescription prices? Yes, I believe you are uh, correct. I was going to bury that too. Yep. So, so from the way I heard it too is that they gave him everything he wanted in that bill. And he still had to find an excuse at the end to fucking kick it down the road. And his excuse was he wants to see where inflation will be at in September. What's that have to do with climate change? I don't know exactly what's in the bill that it, mm. it's going to cost people money, but he wants to make sure that uh, West Virginians will be safe and sound. Well, what it has to do with climate change is that he is using it as an excuse to kick the can down the road a bit so that he can keep lining his pockets with coal money. Yeah. Uh, or just keep it, or just keep kicking it down. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's also worth noting that uh, out of – any Democrat, Joe Manchin, has the most donated to buy gas and oil companies out of any candidate ever. Wow. More than Republicans. Yeah. Huh. No, no, I said out of Democratic. Oh, out of candidates. Democrat. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, piece of shit. Dealt with the future. Did anybody see Bernie Sanders on, uh, I think it might have been CNN or one of those shows where they were trying to play it cool with Manchin and, you know, he made an abrupt change of heart and Bernie Sanders cut her off. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. He's been playing this the whole time. Isn't that an abrupt change of heart? The guy's bought and paid for it. He just started going on and on. It was great. <laughs> Good for him. All right. I said that I did not have all bad news. Mm-hmm. That seems like bad news, what you just told us, but... <laughs> Here's here's one of the, the good things, and I don't know, who knows where this will go, but it seems to have support. Uh, Jared Huffman, congressman, Democrat, uh, he is a co-founder and co-chair of the C- Congressional Free Thought Caucus. Uh, he has introduced Health Share Transparency Act, which is to protect people from the practices of the healthcare sharing ministries, HCSMs. Mm. We talked about these before. These are basically like church-run insurance where you pay into it kind of like a tithe and then when you need health care, they say, well, you're not quite religious enough and they don't give it to you. After you've given them the money? Yeah. Yeah. It's a health insurance scam, basically, wrapped up in religion. But because it's religion, 
they get away with it. Nobody has done anything to stop them. So this bill is to introduce protections for people who use this uh, healthcare sharing ministries as their health insurance. So who knows how far it'll go, but... They have to give them protection? They can't just shut this shit down? (laughs) Apparently. Wow. Well, I think they're they're billing themselves as churches. Uh, they're not calling themselves insurance company. They call each other uh, like a, it's a, a health collective or some such craziness. So they don't fall under the right. They don't fall under the rules of being an insurance company. So the rules don't apply to them. They just fall under a religion and a religious group. So a loophole. Yeah, a loophole. So what you're telling even, me, even though we all know what it is, yes. is in the government, it's taken an atheist. To try to protect stupid Christians from being fleeced by evil Christians. Yes. Yeah, it's a good summary. I like that. Fucking <laughs> scumbags. Just let them, <laughs> let them fucking burn. <laughs> now, that being said, I'm not sure Huffman is an actual atheist, but he, he definitely... Oh, I thought you is... said he was the head of the Humanist Coalition. He, it, isn't, that, isn't that secret polite code for atheist? Uh, not everybody in the Congressional Free Thought Caucus is atheist, so... Oh. Not necessarily, but they all have agreed that the separation of church and state should remain intact. So they're more constitutionalist to me, <laughs> but um, more constitutionalist than the ones that sell, tell, call themselves originalists. <laughs> right. Yes. Impressive. Uh, other things. I move some things around. Other things in politics. Uh, Ted Cruz this last week has <laughs> said that uh, the Supreme Court's ruling on same-sex marriage was wrong. And that it also needs to be overturned with Roe v. Wade. That gets him a headline, which yeah, was the goal. Exactly. I think that's exactly why he said that. Yep. He called yeah. the Supreme Court decision overreaching. Overreaching what? To give people, <laughs> you know, basic human rights. That's overreaching. Yeah. yeah there's, another one that, there's another one that should be states' rights <laughs> and yes. not human rights? Yes. That is exactly what he is saying. Yep. But if a state right, but if a state wants to make a gun law... No. Well, well that's, that's in the that's Constitution. A, exactly. <laughs> and by that, I mean it's not really in the Constitution. I feel strongly that the Second Amendment never mentions the word gun and mm. has a lot of Eichler words. But, you know, like we militia? can make it fit. <laughs> These originalists. What do you want to do today? I don't know. Let's just all sit around and guess what the ghost of Thomas Jefferson thinks about 2022. All right. <laughs> God damn, what a piece of shit. I mean, I know it's been said a thousand times, but man. <laughs> About him especially. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, just <laughs> no bottom. No. No. And it's like, it, it, he knows he's wrong, so he has to sit there and think about a way to word it. So it sounds like he's being fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a, it's a lot of thought probably goes into this. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Other than just fucking running your mouth like Donald Trump. Right. Now, he was like... Dead? Yeah, Ted was oh, like yeah. the president of the debate club at Princeton or Ted some craziness. Phenomenal yeah. lawyer. Yeah, he is a super smart guy. He is a fucking worst politician on the planet, and he has he is an absolutely gutless, <laughs> spineless, feckless coward of a man. Mm. But yeah, he's no dummy. He's got away with the words. Well, I'm not saying like like you know I'm applauding him for being smart. I'm just saying like the pure viciousness of actually having to sit there and put thought into this. Oh, yeah. You know. I'm sure he's fueled by hatred. Right. And yeah, when I think about what a piece of garbage Ted Cruz is, it pushes me back to Jared's side. If you can't upend Ted Cruz, then you are 
an even worse piece of garbage. I will never support Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> How do they that's think not, he is going not, to win governorship? That's not why I don't like Beto O'Rourke, though, because he lost. <laughs> oh, I thought it was because if you can't beat Ted Cruz, then why why would we keep pitching? No, Send no. that guy to bat again. He could do it. <laughs> no, I, I got off Beto because as soon as Joe Biden won one fucking uh, primary in North Carolina, motherfucker jumped ship and was like, I'm all on Biden. And like... Had, and like basically sank Bernie Sanders. Well, part oh, of yeah, the but I, was, I thought that was you know really strict marching orders from the DNC. It, it could be. I don't. It oh, doesn't make goodness. me like him any better. I no, no. He's still. It's still a scummy thing. But yeah, as soon as so, it was like, shh, don't tell anybody who won the primary. Don't tell anybody who won that primary. Don't tell anyone who won the primary. Oh, the South Carolina primary, just because someone won four in a row, which never happens, and then it goes in a totally different direction this time. That's the only one that really matters, is the fifth one in South Carolina. And Buttigieg, and uh, who was that broad from Minnesota? Oh, uh, Klobuchar. Klobuchar. Mm. They were like, yeah, Biden is the greatest. We're all out. Get ready to split the vote. <laughs> I think you uh, you watched CNN at the time because that's exactly what CNN did. <laughs> What's well, that? Pretended like the first four primaries didn't happen, and then did a dance when Biden won one. Oh yeah! As soon as Biden won one, they're like, "Oh, so Biden's turning it around." I'm like, "Yeah, it's all really? over." Bernie, why don't you get out? Why don't you get out of the way now? But yeah. I remember that being a thing of like, "Motherfucker, just won four in a row or whatever," like Ian said. Yeah, and now you're like, "Why won't he leave?" Remember when Biden was like at the fucking bottom of some of those? Yeah. Like, he he was coming in behind, like, Klobuchar and fucking yeah. Beto O'Rourke. Biden yeah. was coming in behind, definitely coming in behind uh, Warren and uh, Buttigieg for a while, and then it got weird. Other people who actually had policies of change? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, the, next, uh, the next politician I've got. <laughs> representative Lee Zeldin from New York. He's currently a representative for New York in the U.S. Congress. Uh, he is also running for governor of New York this fall. At least maybe. As it turns out, in New York, you can get multiple lines on your ballot. So he is a Republican. He is also running as what? What? I don't remember if it was reform or independent. He was trying to get a, another slot on the ballot. So his name was going to appear twice what? on the ballot for governor of New York. But apparently, his campaign, uh, when they went to qualify to do this, you need to get like uh, 45,000 valid signatures to get a third party on the ballot. Apparently, 12,800 of the signatures that he had were just copy pasted. And it uh, turns out that's election fraud. Whoa. <laughs> He's the guy who just won the, nom the nomination, right? Yeah. The Republican, Republican nomination. nomination. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Well, well, well. So now he's being investigated on uh, election fraud, uh, but he's still running for governor at this point. Well, he hasn't yeah, been convicted. He's got to get in there so he can, he can keep these elections safe and <laughs> right. fraud free. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing we always say, the thing you accuse other people of, you know they're doing it. It's all 100 projection. 100% of the time. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing stated in the New York state constitution that you can't be governor and be a criminal in jail at the same time. <laughs> really? Uh no, Aaron, I think he was you, just what? making his. Uh... I'm making it up, but the fact oh, okay. that you were that you thought it might be true. <laughs> Good enough. Who knows? Certainly, it's possible. <laughs> Another Republican that is, candidate. That is oh, sorry, I'm, you had something else. I'm just sorry. That's just amazing. 
Yeah. Yeah. Amazing that he tried to cheat and he cheated to cheat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, when the fact that he couldn't find 45,000 signatures without cheating says something. I mean, how hard well, can it be? Listen, <laughs> I may know somebody who mm-hmm. once got paid some money, maybe three, four hundred dollars to get signatures for Steve Forbes to run for president. And that guy got bored going from door to door and he just sat down in a park and just started writing down random names on the fucking sheet (laughs) and handed it in and got paid. (laughs) So shit like that happens, you know? Well, that's somehow better than photocopying, but not by a lot. Right. Yeah. At least he took the time to write it down. It wasn't like copy, paste, (laughs) done. I'm the governor. (laughs) Well, he really wasn't good at it either. Sure. Not not a, a handwriting analysis wouldn't wouldn't have passed the. Uh... He probably only had one pen at the time, <laughs> you know, while he was doing it. Fraud. <laughs> All right, another Republican who is in trouble and should be in trouble. Uh, Maryland Republican Senate candidate. Now I don't think he's currently <coughs> in office anywhere. Uh, his name is Ryan Dark White. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, that was my reaction. Dark white, really? <laughs> why Ryan D. White? Just why Why bring that up? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. There is but, really no need to emphasize that unless, unless uh, you know, Ryan White specifically said, this is how I am to be addressed. Mm. Apparently, he submitted a report to the local sheriff's office in Harford County saying that there was an adult bookstore trafficking children. He claimed that there was a a guy with a young girl between the age of 10 and 12 years old entered the adult bookstore and that the the girl was in there servicing clients of the bookstore by force. And, um, yeah, talking about exploiting children and et cetera, et cetera. The police investigated. There's no evidence of any sort of thing going on. Uh, This guy's running for Senate in Maryland. Not Maryland Senate, but. U.S. Senate. Oh. For Maryland. Oh, damn. What? Is he I that mean, picture here in Discord? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that his mugshot for reporting this crime? <laughs> I don't know. It could be. So, based on him claiming to have seen a 10-year-old go in there, he then speculated right. that she was servicing the customers yeah. without actually seeing this. That is enough for the cops to go, I guess, when a kid's involved, I guess you kind of have to go investigate. Yeah. You know, but like if I were a cop, and again, if I were a cop, I'd be the best cop. (laughs) I would be like, so how do you know what they're doing in there? Did you go in and see? (laughs) Like, wouldn't that be the follow-up question? (laughs) Ask any (laughs) follow-ups. Yeah. Like, like, how do you know what they're doing in there? (laughs) I don't know. I mean... My suspicion is that this guy was in the bookstore, got kicked out of the bookstore for some reason, and decided to go on a vendetta. I have sure. no evidence for this whatsoever, but that's right. my theory. But that's you heard on the, the bookstore so you could just connect the dots from there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the, nobody said, what are you doing, stalking the bookstore? You just sit up there and watch who goes in and out all day? You fucking weirdo? <laughs> Listen, if Mr. Dark White wants to <laughs> help take down pedophiles, oh sure, and if he is listening... There is a man in Rifle, Colorado, who likes to go to bowling alleys and show his penis to underage children in the hopes mm-hmm. that one day he will marry one of them and they'll become congressmen. So start and there get, and we can just build. 
and he'll get a job as a you know a consultant and make millions of right. dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, four hundred thousand dollar a year job. For, yeah, yeah. Would you, his consulting experience was probably working at a gas station. <laughs> no, his consulting experience equals. And my wife is a is a representative. Mm-hmm. End of list. <laughs> uh, he got in trouble. Something's going on with that, isn't there? With him and that that showing his dick incident. No, I, I mean the diner closed, but I I have not heard anything about his. Yeah, I saw I saw a blurb, and I, I mean, again, a lot of times I skip these things. I'm like, eh, nothing's going to happen to him. Mm, probably not. Shooters did close, though. Well, no, shooters got they didn't get their lease right. renewed. Right. Correct, but they don't plan on reopening. The owners of the building I mean, went just said, "Please, can we just get out of this?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next person that I have, this is another Senate candidate. Uh, this is a person we've talked about before, Kelly Chibaka. Or Chewbacca, as I like to call her, <laughs> Kelly Chewbacca. Uh, she she was just made the show before. If you remember, I, I definitely remember Kelly Chewbacca. <laughs> uh, this time it's for talking about how well, basically Christian nationalism. Uh, she said that the government, um, the government is definitely from the word of God. Oh she my! She says, "Do you know who created the government? Here it is, Genesis one twenty eight. You got to know your Bible. It's a story. If you read it the way I read it, it's be- it's the best <laughs> book ever. Quote, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Subdue and rule are government words. <laughs> what are we ruling and subduing over? The fish, the birds, and every living thing. Guys in the government, what department is that? God created Department of Fish and Wildlife Services. I didn't make it up. It's right here. Wait, well, well, I am so fucking confused. What, what, <laughs> what was her original point? What is the point she's trying to make? She's trying to make the point that the 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 government should be run by the by the religion. The the God is responsible because, for the religion for the government's existence, right. and we should okay. follow. And the her relig- and her rationale for this is because in the Bible it says we should have dominion over fish and wildlife. Yes, right. and this and that there's a fish, and because there's one department in the government that's there to protect fish and wildlife. Well, you, it, the 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 passages uh, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it, and rule over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the sky, and over every li- living thing that moves on the earth. So it's you have dominion over all living things. And because there's a department in the government like that, she says, therefore, right. She says God created the Department of Fish and Wildlife Services. <laughs> if you read it the way I read it. <laughs> now that being said, President Theodore Roosevelt created the Fish and Wildlife Services, not God. Mm, sure, that but dude I still nature. don't. I still don't see how that equates, though. Like I understand the connection she's making, but there's well, many departments in the government. That means like, God made the government. Therefore, all godly God people make- should be in charge. God didn't make the government, though. That, her, right. But her argument is that it did. Right. The he, way she read that story, when it says govern and subdue, that means God invented the government. Right. So or later on, in her talk at this church that she's at, she says, Isaiah 9, 6, unto us a child will be born, unto us a son will be given. And what? The government will rest on his shoulders. 
Well, guys, again, where is God today? Is he in Jerusalem? In the temple? Where are his shoulders? His shoulders are your shoulders. So if the government rests on his shoulders and we are not in government, helping government, influencing government, if we abdicate government policies, we are living... We are living out Genesis 1 and Isaiah 9? No. So we've got to put this into practice. This person's running to be in the government. Right. Because, okay. And I don't even know what the meaning behind that paragraph was. Mm. Yeah, it's very confusing. Well, she's picking out specific Bible passages that would that hint at um, that God is in charge of stuff. And she's twisting it. Well, no, I get that, but it's, it's a pretty so... severe twist. It well, is not hinting at that. <laughs> it is true. It's so vague, though, because, like, I mean, listen, I can understand if there was, like, a copy of the Constitution in the Bible where you might ha- be able to make that <laughs> argument. Be like, look, he wrote it. It's right here in the Bible. Sure. You know? But there's nothing about how to govern in the Bible or how to set up a government. Well, there are rules in the Bible. I'm, I can't wait for the Christian nationalists to come out with the <laughs> law that if you eat shellfish, we, we get to stone you. Mm. Right. That There's laws, but those are godly laws. They're not fucking government laws. <laughs> but their entire argument is that they should be the same thing. They are Christian Taliban. They want the rules that are written in the Bible to apply to everybody and enforced by the government. Why don't they think these things through, though? Because, uh, because, and I understand they're not logical people, and they're not trying to appeal to logical people, but could you make my life a little bit easier? Yeah. And at least come up with something a little more solid? Uh, but you see, the role of government is not to help and support and, you know, and do good things for the people that it, that it governs. It is to subdue and rule. That's written right in that one passage she quoted. That's true. It says that in the Bible, that a government... Is not to help the people. <laughs> no, Jesus is very much about helping the people. Right. It doesn't she- actually say that in the Bible. Correct. That's what she's interpreting. Right. What it says about subdue it is to fill the earth and subdue it. Mm. And then it rule over the fish, the birds, and everything else that moves on the earth. Everything else that moves. See, this is this is a directive to God's people. So it's not actually including people in what it's saying it's talking about humans ruling over animals Mm. right but she's twisted it she she wants to take it out of context and and use it to say look see here it says in a in in my holy book it says that i need to rule over all of you so Mm. i win (laughs) right And now none of these dummies who are also probably giving her money for uh, insurance or whatever we were talking about earlier, Mm. none of them go, well, why you? Because God spoke to her, whispered in her Uh, ear and said, you're the chosen one. (laughs) Got it. Well, that you can't refute that. No. And she has crazy eyes. I'm just throwing that out there. Those are solidly crazy eyes. (laughs) So is this the new, uh, because I've been hearing a lot of this shit. There's that clip of Lauren Boebert bitching and moaning about the separation of church and state, mm-hmm. stating that it was uh, it was in a letter and she doesn't want to hear about this stinking thing anymore. Like, you know, the thing <laughs> right. that we've been talking about for 250 fucking years. Yeah. Is this their new push for something? Like, if they plan, I, I mean, like, is this to settle us in for when they take over? Sort you know, of. Be like, we, we've been telling so. you for years there's no separation of church and state. <laughs> right. They're, they're on a high at the moment. So, you know, anything and everything, they're just kind of slinging it out there but yeah you know, it doesn't doesn't seem new new 
I mean, I don't think it's realistic, but I don't think they're going to lose interest in Christian domination of the entire world. That's 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 got to be close to their end game. Well, I'm just saying when they when they institute uh, Handmaid's Tale, you know, yeah, just you know, have us ready. Oh, sure. I appreciate a little bit of a heads up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they have been messaging it for quite some time that 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 is the the, the goal and the, and the desire. They're just you know closer to their goal now. They see a light at the end of the tunnel. Right. I think I've asked this question on here, but if they were to ever get all the things they wanted, mm. right, they get the perfect Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell uh, country, right, with the rules and everything like that. Is that country sustainable? No. I don't see like, how. Or, or, or is that poised to fucking collapse on itself? I'm pretty sure it would collapse in on itself. I mean, just look at some uh, of the things that are happening currently. I mean, I don't know. Hold it? on, I got to rethink this. Right. I'm starting to lean towards very sustainable. Really? Well, let's take a look at Idaho. Idaho at the moment is the the Republican um, charter. What's the their, their handbook? Whatever it is, says that they want to pass a law in Idaho that um, abortion is going to be illegal, completely illegal. Spare the life of the, of the mother doesn't make a difference. So, 10 years old, go fuck yourself. 10 years old, go fuck yourself. So, exactly. So I don't know what percentage of uh, pregnancies would um, end up in the death of the mother, but it's not an insignificant number. So if that is a measure of success, sure, you will have m- maybe more babies. I don't know. That doesn't look like success to me, though. Well, I'm, t- I'm more or less thinking like all of it, right? So abortion is illegal. So, you know, in any situation. Everybody owns a gun, mm. right? Teachers, kids, whoever. <laughs> uh, super, actually no minimum wage, so employers can pay whatever they want. And everything is set up for the rich to get richer, mm. right? Do we, How do we, long... Do we reinstitute slavery? If oh, they want to. You, ma- well, you make that a state, <laughs> uh, that's a state's right, right? Remember, mm. this is their perfect country, so... Okay, maybe slavery is instituted. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Their perfect country does not include states' rights. They're, that's their compromise. Mm. They want a nationwide abortion ban. The yep. fact that they have to leave it up to the states is killing these fucking mm. nut jobs. Right. Right now, they're trying to make it illegal to go from state to state and right. knuckle. And, states' rights is and, yeah, barely. I, it, oh, they hate it. This yeah. is, and they're cranking is, down hard. I can't on. believe that because there's still some states that aren't getting in line. Yeah, no, this states' rights is an, an obvious lie in a smokescreen. Yeah. Well, yes, of course it is. I mean, the whole—I mean, the whole abortion thing is a lie and a smokescreen. I think half of them don't give a shit. They just know it's a good, good voting point. Just like I tell these people with the guns, I'm like, do you think for one fucking second, if they got what they wanted, that you would be able to keep a gun? <laughs> That's the first thing they're going to take away from you, right? Unless you are part of their inner circle, you don't get anything. Yeah, you want a gun? You better be a stormtrooper. Mm. Nice analogy. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it was a little thought experiment to yeah. see if, sure. if uh, I don't like yeah, it. Again, I don't know. I would have to think about it. I would I would say yes, it's probably disappointingly sustainable for a very long time. You think so? I mean, how long would the would the citizens actually live like that? How, how long can citizens stand to be dominated by a small one less than one percent of the population that makes all the rules and has all the resources and money? Uh, Two hundred fifty yeah, fucking years. Well, but Ian, you're not on a fucking breadline, though. You know what I'm saying? Like. You, and, you have food in your fridge. Right. And yeah. you have and you have internet and you have porn and you have all of the things that keep you occupied during the day. Right. Those will all be taken away. 
Oh, no, if you don't have something to pacify the masses, then of course it's unsustainable. Well, I'm sure they'll start some kind of gladiator coliseum or something. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. You've won me back. All right. Speaking of uh, people, the people taking over and and pushing on rules, I I have to bring this up this week. The Family Research Council, who you've talked about several times on the show, uh, its leader Tony Perkins. They have fought for years to break uh, civil rights for LGBTQ, abortion rights, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. One thing that has been a hindrance to them is, as a nonprofit, they have to fill out a form with the IRS explaining how much money they took in, how it was spent, and how their top sa- how much their top staffers made from this money. One thing to note is that this rule does not apply to churches. They are nonprofit, but they don't have to fill out this form if they are a church. Hmm. So guess who is now saying they are a church? Family Research Council? The Family Research Council is now saying that they are a church. Hmm. Uh, Like the Focus on Family, who did before, uh, they said their employees are ministers, their members are their congregation, its cafeteria is a place of worship, its board of directors are their elders, and its president is the head deacon. Suddenly, they are a church, they no longer have to share this information, and the IRS pretty much has gone eh, okay wow why why i don't know i now the IR- i did not read this entire article i i basically skimmed it and i didn't see any reason for the irs to do this but it seems like the irs isn't doing anything about it well the irs has been downsized and bled for resources for years now this has been ongoing i mean that very purposeful the rich don't like it when the IRS goes after them. They only like it when they can send the IRS after their enemies, which they what, did. Oh, wait, so this is so this has been going on for a while? Yeah. Or? Yeah, the IRS has been downsized no, no, for no. years. No, no, oh. no. I'm talking about this particular thing about this, this group changing itself to a church. That's been going on for a while? Uh, this is, well. No, this is brand new. Other, yeah. okay. other groups have been doing it for a while. This is brand right. new specifically for the Family Research Council. Okay, and the IRS just doesn't have the resources to fight this, or right. that's yes, a good theory. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I mean, can anybody say they're a fucking church? I thought you had to file paperwork and, and like be approved and shit. Yeah, but what I, is yeah, what they, is that requirement? Have, right. If if you if you fill out, look at all this other paperwork and money they can hide if they just do this work up front. Well, I why mean, don't we say we're a church then? We could. I Ray could Ray could do the paperwork and say that. We're the elders, the listeners are our congregation, uh, Discord is our chapel, and we're a church, and we could probably be a tax-exempt podcast for whatever that's worth. I would do it just to prove a point. <laughs> yeah, there's a Form 990 that you have to fill out. The return, you know, it's just, if you fill it out correctly, the IRS doesn't have the people to follow up. So nobody looks, it's just, like, I, I, I thought you had to be, like, investigated and checked out. And- no, no. Basically, you have to fill out a a form, submit it to the IRS, and and unless they have a reason to question, it just goes through, and there you go. So what was the deal with Scientology, then? Were they actually fighting the Scientology people? Yes, for a while. They Okay. But apparently, since then, there have been like 50 of the largest Christian ministries throughout the country who are now designating themselves as churches. Campus Crusade for Christ, 
uh, Gideon's International, Willow Creek Association, the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, Joyce Myers Ministries, the New Tribes Mission. It's just a whole bunch of Joel Osteen, David Jeremiah, Benny Hinn, like all of these people have just been, all right, well, we're going to take our ministry that was a nonprofit and now it's a church. So we don't have to report anything to the IRS now. There's a well, I know work around, uh, around about that. Yeah. There's an EZ form. There's a 990 EZ. If we must make less than $200,000, there's a one-sheeter we could fill out. Nice. And be yeah. a church. Let's, let's be a church. <laughs> wow. I mean, but there is an easy workaround. Make churches pay taxes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That would be nice. I mean, they'll still cheat on that as well, but... Hmm. Yeah. Well, then we'll investigate them. <laughs> I'm surprised. Has anyone ever proposed that? <laughs> like... Oh. I know we talk about it, but like, has anybody in the government actually said, "Hey, you know, maybe we should start charging churches t- taxes"? That that would be um, political suicide. Well, maybe not as not, much today. Not, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> I don't know. Someone came out of that and be like, "That homeboy got my vote." Or homegirl. <laughs> I think they should do it Texas style, so just like the you know the ten thousand dollar bounty on abortions. If you can find that a church is breaking the law, you get to collect money from them. <laughs> yeah, because then we. Then I got work to do. <laughs> Ten thousand dollars a pop. They're all cheating. I could free up a Sunday. Yep, I can. I, I, I can look like a congregant. Easy. <laughs> I'll volunteer in your church, bitches. <laughs> yeah, be curious. Maybe we'll start going to some churches around here. I want to see what they're saying in there. <laughs> Rod they're of iron pushing, pushing. Well, not that church. I'll get shot if they figure out I'm fucking spying on them. <laughs> All right, next thing that I have under religious nonsense, this is kind of a follow-up to it, actually. Uh, Seventh-day Adventist school has, uh, it was a school for, I don't know, deviant children. I don't think that was what they called themselves. <laughs> but uh, Miracle Meadows School, it was a school, they, they said that they would encourage parents to send their kids there if your kids were dishonest, defiant, or experiencing spiritual disinterest. Uh-oh. Many parents a- sent their kids there, and as it turns out, it was a house of abuse. Uh, one <laughs> example, uh, they tightly handcuffed a 14-year-old student over suspicions of sexual misconduct, but that's really ill-defined in this case. Uh, it was The child was kept overnight in a quarantine room, wrists uh, suspended from the, the roof uh, in handcuffs overnight. Oh, my God. Uh, the next day, the wrists were bloody when, when the kid was taken out. Apparently, kids were often put in quarantine rooms for r- 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 days after days after days. Um, they had to, to get out, they had to write down Bible scripture. They had to quote Bible scripture. If they got any of it wrong, they would be put back into quarantine. Like huge amounts of just physical and mental abuse, leaving kids alone in the dark, hungry, thirsty. They were given a bucket to use as a toilet without any toilet paper. Um, the godly way. Yeah. To, yeah. to, so to deal with children. In uh, it was This was a few years ago that we talked about this originally. There were 29 former students that made a the, all the allegations against the school and the woman who, run, who ran it. Uh, they reached a $52 million settlement. Wow. Good. Wait, she had $52 million to settle with? I, I don't know. I don't know the financial. I don't know, but it seems like the school wow. may. Um, so what? It, why are they back in the news? Well, one, they won that settlement. But two, uh, an additional 31 lawsuits have been filed against the uh, 
the Clark, who is the, the, the headmistress, I guess, and the school. So since they were successful, a whole bunch of other former students of this school uh, filed lawsuits as well. Good for them. Wow. Yeah. How are they not in on the first one? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, if would they- be, I mean, again, if that were me, I mean, again, I don't know how old these kids are, but I'd be like, I'm going to come back here and kill every one of you <laughs> <laughs> when I'm an adult. Yeah. So you in, know this, right? <laughs> in West Virginia, the lawmakers just passed a law in 2020 extending the statute of limitations on sex abuse and abuse cases. Uh, the Previously, the law gave victims until the age of 22 to file their claims, which I think is that was bullshit. The new hmm. law is 36 or four years after the abuse was discovered. So that's that's better. And that may be why these other 31 came out, because they're, uh, they may be older. Maybe. How? Oh, my God. This story's awful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty dark. How? One, I mean... I mean, I understand that, you know, these are parents putting these their kid, children in there willingly, so they're probably not the smartest people in the world, right? Or they believed right. the, the propaganda, sure. Yeah, I mean, and not one kid was like, dude, they're literally fucking torturing us in here, and no, but no parent was in on it. My second comment is, you said there's one woman who ran this school or owned it? Yes. Right? So, And it was, is it, it was a privately funded place, or owned, I should say, privately owned? Um, she was the school's leader, Susan Gale Clark. I don't know about the ownership of the school. Okay, but I assume they had employees. Yes. yes. And and there are people who work there who would do this to these fucking kids and not question right. what they were doing was fucking wrong. Mm. They were saving like, them from a life of sin. Yeah, they were I being can't... forced to do this to these kids. They thought the kids deserved this. Right. Okay, but you, but you guys are under the impression like they just didn't hire like... Random, like everybody in there is a believer. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, be. I would imagine. Yeah. Okay, I mean, if that's the case, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, but... Seventh Day Event is starting a everyone's welcome kind of situation. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, they're no Jehovah's Witness, but they're kind of like Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> oh, speaking of Jehovah's Witnesses, we got a handwritten letter. From yeah, I love that letter <laughs> from somebody in Belfont saying, "Please come join us." I'm like, "Ew." <laughs> Listen, I got a guy who calls me once a month from town, leaves me a personal message on my phone. I've never met the guy before. Mm. Addresses me by my name. Also, mails me handwritten letters. Love it, Jehovah's Witness. Love it. Not a Jehovah Witness. Okay, what? He wants he just wants people to worship God and be with him. And I found out I'm not the only person who gets it. It's everybody in town gets them. He goes all, all day, handwritten letters and personalized voicemails. Wow, wow, that's that something. Is, <laughs> it is. It is for me to hear that aloud and and believe that it's true. That story for me is miraculous. It's <laughs> I doubt so many things on this show, but to wake up. With that kind of motivation, that kind of passion, that kind of drive in your heart that you are going to write a handwritten note every day of the week, one day a month to every citizen in your town, regardless of the size, is just, uh, I mean, uh, I'm sad that he's, you know, it's misguided and he uses it the way he does, but uh, just to feel that seems so exhilarating. <laughs> well, he's cutting a little some corners, though. Mm. I found out. 
So, and it, there's still some work involved here. Because a lot of times I just get the letter and I toss it, right? Yeah. Uh, but this, I didn't know it was him this time and I opened it up. I think what he's doing is writing one letter and then either putting a piece of paper over with everybody's name on it and then photocopying ah. that letter. That's, that's still a lot of fucking work. That's yeah. cheating God. <laughs> and it's also a lot of fucking stamps. Yeah. But uh, this time mm. it was it was definitely photocopy, but he definitely had my name in the photocopy. Hmm. Um, so he might be cutting some corners for time. Right. Well, I mean, I guess you, you just need to find a font that looks like handwritten, I guess. I mean, maybe they just came up with their own font and they're printing them out. Well, maybe. Either way, it's it's it's. I mean, the only it's reason a level of drive and passion <laughs> that I just hmm, yeah. it, it warms my heart with envy. They spend, but when he le- but, fills but, me with sin. <laughs> but when he leaves me a voicemail, he's like, "Hey, Jared, this is Tom So and So. You don't know me, um, but I just want you to know that God loves you." And blah blah blah, and it's a whole fucking thing. Wow. Thanks, Tom. That was so thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do appreciate Christians who are. Actually, look out for other people's souls. I mean, sure. if you actually think that other people are going to hell, why wouldn't you, you know, proselytize? Why wouldn't you? But the, yeah. the Christians that never do that, mm, I don't think you're a real believer, do you? Are you? Like, right. Well, the, the kind that fucking lock up children and make them shit in a bucket? Right. <laughs> or, or the guy that I showed you that Doing picture. God's work. Well, there was a picture on Reddit today. Um, I don't know, one of the. the uh, Subreddit said I follow. It was a picture, the guy with the t shirt on. It was a mashup of Jesus and the Punisher. Like, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Wow. <laughs> he had the Punisher's skull, but it had the crown of thorns and the long hair. Right. Was he killing gays? Is it. <laughs> I, I think you're not reading your book if that's what you think is appropriate. <laughs> he was also wearing a Let's Go Brandon baseball cap. He was. Yeah. Oh, is that still a thing? I don't know. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If you sell baseball caps, maybe. But it was, and we miss it. <laughs> Jared, it's 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 clean, but it's secretly a swear. I know. <laughs> I'm in a club now. <laughs> All right, we're running along in time. I'm going to hit these next couple of religious things. Uh, yep. Pastor Tracy Fortin in the Church of Church in the Vine. Never heard of this uh, in Edmonton. They were fined $80,000 by local government for threatening the public's health and safety by refusing to cooperate with the inspections uh, for the COVID safety measures that were in place. Uh, She went to court. She lost the court hearing because she refused to let inspectors into her building on multiple occasions, interfered and hindered with them, with their process. Her response to this, we went to court. Yay, we're guilty. She's happy about it. She says, whenever man's verdict doesn't line up with the word of God, it's simple, it's a lie, and we don't receive it. Please send us money. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sure I'm sure that yeah. follows. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like the story up until then. Mm-hmm. You're like, somewhere in the world, someone committed a crime, so they were punished. Right. The fact that they were religious was politely overlooked by the fact that justice just needs to be served sometimes. And I was like, yeah, this couldn't happen in the United States. Tell me more. Edmonton, Canada. <laughs> ah, you Canadians. Isn't that Alberta, I think? I think it's Alberta. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, it's Alberta. Yeah. <laughs> I believe uh, you. The, the next one I have, there was a group of Christian nationalists who got together. Um, I don't have in front of me where it is. I can't find it. But uh, the group included 
Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, and the anti-abortion zealot Abby Johnson. Um, There are other people listed there, but I just, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, once again. Uh, Why does it make the news? Because they, they posted and they all recited the Watchman's Decree. Oh, I watched that. That was scary shit. It is some really scary cultist brainwashing shit. The Watchman's Decree is, as a patriot of faith, I attest my allegiance first and foremost to the kingdom of God and the Great Commission. Secondly, I agree to be a watchman over our nation concerning its people and their rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This is exactly what the Christian nationalists are trying to do. Um, they, they, they also list this, we decree that, and it's there's like 20 of them. Uh, well, but they... Ver- the very first one is we decree that America's executive branch of government will honor God and defend the Constitution. No. The legislative. <laughs> decree all you fucking want. <laughs> the legislative branch will write only laws that are righteous and con- constitutional. Mm. The judicial system will issue rulings that are biblical and constitutional. Yeah, it's. Bring it back it's, stoning. It's absolutely working Christianity back into government. Why y'all got um, a dirty watchman for me? <laughs> I loved Watchmen until just now. Mm. <laughs> now every time I hear it, I think of this instead of the good Watchmen. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to get a joke ready about the movie, but I couldn't think of any iconic line or anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I That's just fair. thought of one. Shit. Fuck it. Oh. I forgot. Go for it. <laughs> no, it's just too It's too late. Okay. <laughs> but if I were to do it, it would be the line from uh, Rorschach where he's like, I don't think you get it. I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck in here with You're me. You're all stuck in here with me. <laughs> nice. It's a good line. Good line. <laughs> all right. That's all I have on the religious stuff. Uh, I did want to mention the monkeypox thing because the numbers are soaring. And by soaring, yes. I mean the United States hit 1,470 cases. Problem is vaccine. Uh, apparently, we are short on the vaccine. Uh, the government is having trouble getting enough vaccine to get people around clearly vaccinated so not not great uh some of the uh, uh immunologists are very worried of keeping this under control mm-hmm. 1470 is not really under control in my mind so no not particularly uh multinational there are 13,000 cases uh nearly 3,000 in spain nearly 2,000 in germany nearly 2,000 in the uk and the united states shortly behind there so they definitely need to get like I don't know Biden get on this get an executive order get some get some people making the vaccine squeeze some monkeys man <laughs> that's how you get the vaccine right squeeze a monkey right squeeze a monkey. <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> give them a big hug all right a couple uh, conspiracy things Shinzo Abe Ooh. conspiracy Snopes actually had this one the uh, the conspiracy is that before he was assassinated the day before he was assassinated he tweeted out. I have information that will lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. Oh, please. Oh, come on. <laughs> Damn, I knew it was going to be Hillary Clinton or Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I wanted it to be Epstein and it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Snopes the conspiracy says, theory yeah. is that Hillary had Shinzo Abe assassinated. That Man, is, she's awfully busy for being retired. She, yeah, she's real busy. <laughs> well, she's got a lot of free time now, apparently. Mm, I guess. <laughs> That, that Clinton kill squad is just working overtime these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the last thing I got, I really wanted to keep this in here just for Ian. 
uh, because it's cryptozoology. There was a murder committed in Oklahoma. A man is facing murder charges after he killed his friend. Deputies said that why why did he kill his friend? Well, clearly it was because his friend had summoned Bigfoot to murder him. <laughs> How do you summon Bigfoot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the only man who did is now dead. Right. <laughs> we'll never know. Uh, so oh, this guy might know, though. I mean, he he would have to identify. He could be like, hey, what did you just do? Were you trying to summon Bigfoot? And the friend was like, yep. <laughs> well, do tell us. What did what did your friend do before, you know, you killed him? <laughs> so are they going to just go ahead and skip the trial and... <laughs> Put this guy in jail, or <laughs> well, he he is in in jail currently. Um, his his story is well. Let's just say there was some substance of you abuse involved as well. Um, no, no doubts. <laughs> but yeah, they they weren't able to locate the victim's body until a couple of days later. Um, but yeah, when he was arrested, he he said, "Yeah, I, I killed him because he had summoned Bill, Bigfoot to kill me. Like, what was my what was my other option? You know, <laughs> what else can a man do?" Wow! When that... confronted with a Bigfoot, he went to Willow Creek, and you look into the creek and see your own reflection, and then you have to say Harry and the Hendersons three times, <laughs> and then then Bigfoot shows up and does your bidding. You get one bidding from him, and then he fucks off back to his home. So that man does not look fifty three years old, and yet he is fifty three years old. Good lord! Yeah, That's a rough fifty three. It is a rough fifty three. It's all. For the last ten years, yeah, <laughs> it's exhausting. But Sasquatch is on your trail. You gotta, you know. I'm thinking it's perhaps hard living. I think maybe the drugs and alcohol may have been involved in both his, you know, actions sure. and his face. Meth's a hell of a drug, indeed. <laughs> you know, speaking of Bigfoot, do you guys know who Coyote Peterson is? <laughs> no, I want to. No, but I need to. <laughs> Well, you're already laughing, but actually, Coyote P- Peterson does is this uh, YouTube show called uh, uh, Brave Wilderness. He's basically like a, a self-made Steve Irwin. Okay. <laughs> Goes around with cameras and looks at animals and shit, and you know. Um, but he got really big and popular in the YouTube uh, community because he started uh, – Letting himself get stung by various insects, oh, and and raiding the the uh, the paint. Yeah, there's coyote right there. But he was like a legit dude, you know, like he loved animals and he would right. talk about animals and shit like that. I'm worried he's using well, the past tense. <laughs> well, I don't know what's going on because he just claimed he found a Bigfoot skull. Oh, <laughs> like now, granted, like I said, this guy was like Steve Irwin, like a legit naturalist, you know, loved animals and shit. And now uh, they're like, nope, that is not a fucking scientist. Are like, nope, that's not a Bigfoot skull. That is clearly a gorilla skull uh, that's been like plastered or something. Oh, modified. <laughs> and yeah, and I'm just like, oh damn, coyote, you've you got nothing to get stung by anymore. So you have no, no one's watching your show anymore. They don't care to see you play with a fucking bird and shit. They want to see you get stung. <laughs> Now you're going into cryptozoology? Like <laughs> yeah, he's branching out a bit. Hmm. He does. Gotta diversify. I I love that you called him a self made Steve Irwin. As though Steve Irwin was like this corporate sellout guy. <laughs> well, okay. I, let me let me rephrase that. that. Inherited like, his fortune. Like cause Steve Irwin like or St- Steve Irwin had a TV show on Discovery Channel, whereas Coyote Peterson was like, I'm just doing a YouTube show that got very sure. popular. Mm. Yeah. Sure. 
I, corporate shill Steve Irwin. <laughs> I definitely have uh, have seen this guy before. He has the the most painful hornet in the world, and you know, put it on his forearm and had it sting him. I I definitely have seen that YouTube. Oh yeah, the sting videos are great. <laughs> he gets he gets bit by everything eventually. <laughs> Bullet ants, fucking you name it. Oof. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't even like looking at his bleeding finger right now. No. <laughs> um, so I do have a quick little bit for you guys yes. before we go. I went out uh, last night to dinner. Uh, it was my friend's birthday. Uh, we wanted to catch up, see how we've been. So he and I exist largely on polar opposite ends of the political spectrum. Mm. And after we, you know, make sure our families are doing well and that we're doing well and go through all those normal pleasantries, we like to throw out some topics that we aren't 100% sure what the other one feels or we're curious to see, you know, what the other narrative is. And for the first time in our uh, 10, maybe 12-year friendship, I, I made headway. Ooh. One time he was talking, because he was like, he was talking about how much he loves DeSantis, because that guy is just a bull. Anybody who comes at him, he just charges and just runs him down. And I was, he was like, yeah, like he did with Disney. And I said, oh, tell me more. Hmm. And he said, I said, you know, what what did Disney do or what did he do? What did Disney do? And he was like, well, you know, the, they tried to say that it was a don't say gay bill. I said, oh, so Disney proposed the bill? And he said, no, no, no. And I said, so the bill didn't pass? And he said, no. I said, so somebody who runs Disney slightly disagreed with him about one issue? And his answer was, they need to be burned to the ground. <laughs> and he was like, well, it just the bill just said that, that the, he didn't want sex ed being taught to kindergartners. And I said, did it ever occur to you that that's not real? That has never happened. And obviously, if it was happening, it would need to be addressed. But all it did was buy him a lot of free national attention for his upcoming presidential run. And he was like, oh, I never thought about it like that before. It was just a political stunt. Wow. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> give me a beer. Holy shit. Yeah. Yep, he threw that curveball at me, and he threw the curveball at me of, he said that he was genuinely shocked and disappointed that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse didn't land at least one second-degree murder charge. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Hm. He did land himself a video game, though. A video game? Oh, really? Oh, Gross. Does that, I didn't put that in here? No. no. Yeah, he's trying to raise money for his uh, suit against the woke liberal media, yeah. and he's doing it by selling uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's turkey shoot. Where he shoots the liberal media with his gun <gasps> in the game, and they showed a clip in the game. I am not shitting you. Wow, he did a commercial I for you. That's just sad. <laughs> wow, making a video game where you shoot actual people should not be legal. <laughs> well, they're like floating turkeys. Uh, like sure. it's not actual people. Thank God. It's still pretty that bad though. After you've murdered two people. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? It's it's in poor taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys have anything else? No, no. that's great. Thank you. Okie doke. I uh, want to start wrapping up, and I will start by thanking our patrons for supporting the podcast. We do appreciate the support. And those of you who could be here tonight, uh, not everybody got to stay for the whole show, but I did see Alpha, Brian B., Dustin, Grinch, Heston Gixon, Hypatia, and Tommy H. at one point in the show. Do really appreciate the, the feedback and the comments. If you enjoy the podcast... 
You can support it by sharing it on social media, leaving a review on iTunes, or if you can, go to our Patreon page and sign up and chat with us directly. Uh, again, if you want to contact us in some other way, you can uh, contact us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash profaneargument, or tweet at profanearg. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com will get you all of the assorted podcasts of varying types. Again, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may our God go with you. Thank you.